from the Soft Studios, it's Big Apple Baseball. I'm Luke Lowry, and a new study links childhood cat ownership to schizophrenia later in life. In other news, I'm Chris Calderon and Jeff Morehouse, too. The whole podcast has been a Fight Club-style dream, and all the voices you heard have been me. Isn't that right, Chris and Jeff? Hmm, yes, that is right, Luke. According to my calculations, no one could actually play World of Warcraft that much as I purport to. Ha ha ha! Rape. (laughs) Uh, yep. Yep, Luke, you're definitely right. No one could be as ill-informed as I am or want to talk more about Yankee backup catchers. (laughs) Gravy. I didn't know Senator Mitch McConnell was on our podcast. Uh, yep. Thank you, John Stewart, for that. Welcome. And to my left, he knows baseball, he knows computers, he puts the parakeets in freaky sex party. Don't ask me why he does it, and yes, it is in there. Wow. He's Chris Calderon. I'm doing math here to try and figure that out, but I'll take your word for it. Parakeets is in freaky sex party. All right. Thank you, Scrabble Word Finder. (laughs) And possibly on the phone later, you know him, you tolerate him, you've got the avian flu from having sex with all of Chris's parakeets, he's (laughs) Jeff Morehouse. Oh. You know, silence. Uh, he would have liked that one. He would have. Yeah, that's a good one. So yes, we might. You, you all can stay stay tuned. Be on the edge of your seat. Jeff may or may not be calling in later. My money's on he won't be, which I hey. know is uh, music to all of the listeners. That ears. would be the smart money, kind of like you know, taking fucking American Pharaoh, or you know, not anyone else. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't all that smart of money because yeah, it, it was pretty smart. Money. It didn't pay off all that great. Well, no, but. I mean, if you want to get good money, you don't go in Exacta. You go fucking, you know, Trifecta or something, or Superfecta. Big Apple horse racing. Ah. Hey, did you hear that apparently uh, Francesa owns and breeds horses? Oh, of course. That's nothing new. He's been uh, he's been doing that for a while. He's, he has a, uh, I think he has a horse with uh, Tuna, big uh, Bill Parcells. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's big into the horse racing. If you listen, he's all about his Saratoga and this and that. But more, more appropriately today... He mentioned uh, that he was going to have some big upcoming news about his retirement. Ah, can't but, come soon enough. But that he does not have any details, and he'll let all the unwashed masses know once he does. You know we'll be replacing him, right? That's Who? like, it's in the cards already. Who will be replacing him? Us. Oh, we yeah. will be replacing yeah. him. Oh, Big Apple, Francesa in the afternoons. Baseball. Yeah, I mean, most Tune likely, in and listen. whoever replaces him is probably going to still use his name. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe, maybe they'll bump up, you know. Fucking, you know, the guys in the afternoon, fucking, you know, Joe and Evan. And then we'll go afternoon and then, you know, off them somehow. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Maybe so, maybe some sort of terrible accident in a Mets game. So, so I... Possibly involving shards of bat. Does that happen? What? Well, not at a Mets game, but that's where I think you could get both Joe and Evan at the same time. Oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, maybe they could be a woman who's not paying attention in the second inning of a Red Sox game? Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Pay yeah. attention, bitch. Oh uh, yeah, so let's, let's talk ill about this. Uh, is she okay? Is she going to be okay? Uh, so she's not going to die. Okay, because they were life threatening in the beginning. Yeah, no, it, she'll she'll pull through. She she might have gotten uh, for our fellow D and D players if you ever played the advanced tactical rolls. Oh god, Fucking, it's like two tables oh, in. Man, it's like rolls. you, you got to roll the ten for the head, and then you roll like a sixteen. So it's not the killing blow, but it was, it was always known as the retard blow, where you know, in charisma and wisdom all reduced by half. Nope. Boom. And now you don't know anything up to like second grade. Nope. No. Now nope. you don't know that. Uh, nope. Did I did I dig too far? Did I reach too deep? Very. Did I stare too deep into the abyss? Does the abyss stare back through me? Very much so. Cool. I'm Cthulhu. So, 
So I, I was reading some of the uh, some of the reviews, getting some feedback on the show, and apparently we haven't been quite funny enough recently. So what do I do? I'm like, oh, I'll do stupid voices in the open, and you could all tell how great that was. Mm-hmm. And now the kicker to it all is that the one person who like truly helps us, if he if he helps us with anything, he helps us with the funny. Hmm, I know it's arguable. Huh. The nonsense, the getting off track, which sometimes leads down a funny road. So instead, to those people who wanted us to be a little funnier, we're now going to give you an NPR-style show. It's going to be very calm, very subdued. I already bombed on the voices. That didn't help. So, you know, we're, we're, we'll try. But it's, it's the a, middle it's of the an season. It's NPR, Leonard Lopate show. It is. It's very it's Can, very we, can calm. we at least shoot for, like, maybe, like, wait, wait, don't tell, or car talk or something? So we can shoot for it. Well, I know. We're probably going to have to, like, ask me another. Yeah, so, yeah, all these references are going over my that's, head. That's extremely... Look, if someone's listening to this in a Volvo or a Saab, well, you got they, that joke. Yes, then they know. Yes. But you probably weren't listening to that because you were probably listening to NPR or some fucking book on tape. Yes, read by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. I feel like he... Uh-oh. Did he read a lot of... Uh, and my... Th- okay, never mind. Did it catch up? It did. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, boy. Technical stuff. Technical details, we're catching up. Oh, yeah, so that, that was another note we got, was that uh, you're singing, it's okay. I'll Are you put judging it that, me? I'll put it that way. Are you way. judging me? I'm very judging. All right. Well, oh, we'll see what and happens. And now we're getting phone calls, and this is just going great. Yeah, you see? See uh, you people. So, yeah, if I could look at my topic list right now... Like, yeah. I would tell you that uh, you should probably start talking about maybe the Mets, maybe the Yankees... Yeah, so yeah, Mets and Yankees. That's usually, I think, that's usually things that are in our topic list. Well, what do you, you want to talk about some Mets first or some Yankees first? What do you think? And what's, seeing how it's not a two to one show anymore, it's one to one because Jeff's not here. Why don't we indulge fifty percent of the uh, hosting audience and go the hosting, Mets. not the regular audience, the hosting audience? Yes. All right, we'll start with the Mets. We'll start with some Mets. We got some injury updates. Anyone you want to talk about? Yeah, so I heard Parnell and Darno are expected back this Wednesday. Has Look, Parnell been crossed. in uh, the minor leagues? Working he has. Out? He's been moving his way up. He started in in uh, Florida. He's now, I believe, in Double A. Um, How's he doing? Maybe Triple A. Who knows? His velocity is starting to return. He's pitched on back to back days. He's ready to come back. I don't know if he's going to come back and be like lights out right away. I think there still might be a little bit of a learning curve, a little uh, rehab curve. No, we're going to toss him in like the seventh yeah. inning. Yeah. Huh? All right. Um, yeah. And really, the big, the big coming back, though, Darno. is Darno. Yes. That's what you need. Plowecki's going to go down. Plowecki. Plowecki. Singing. Uh, Wrecker will probably stay and be the backup. Seeing as we do love to talk backup catchers here at Big Apple Baseball. It's pretty much the only point to doing this podcast. Yeah, to get out our... Uh, mm, yeah, what are we getting out with when we talk about back, backup catchers? Please, know, inform me. Sperm? Where were you going with that? Sperm? Is that what you get out? I mean, I don't get it sperm out at backup catchers, but if you do, man, more power to you. God bless your soul. So, would you rather be Thor's hammer or the Dark Knight's Batwing? What? Those are sex puns. I don't know what the Dark Knight's sex wing is. Batwing. Batwing. I'm sorry. What so the you fuck never is- saw the movie Waiting? 
No. Well, they use the term. That, that sounds like wing. a movie that what's his face is in. Chicken Dane wing? Cook. Yes, I know, but it was still a good movie. Don't don't uh, blame Dane Cook or don't. Uh, no, I, I refuse to partake in anything that he's associated himself with. So a chicken wing, or you could use bat wing, is when you stretch the skin of your testicles out, the the, the sack skin, and make it look like a chicken wing or a bat wing, really like a bat wing. <laughs> and then obviously, I don't think I have to explain. Was that you. your choice? Do you like your flappy flappy flappy? So I do like to stretch out the skin of my nutsack, is that, if that was yes, your reference. Yes, I go flappy, flappy, flappy. Yes, I say those words <laughs> in that connotation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Thor's hammer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You heard it here first. Chris wants to be a dick. <laughs> and Aren't successful. I already? I was about to say. You son bitch. I'm doing my job. So... So right, right's not oh, right's yeah, not yeah. still dead. Right is, st- but have I you do have to. Him? Where I do he? have to apologize to the listening audience. These last couple of weeks, I think I've been saying, "Oh, he's going to be back in three weeks." For, to to my credit, I heard Ed Coleman on the fan say that he was going to be back in three weeks, like nearly three weeks ago. And like, of course, that that's not what everyone was saying. But when I'm going to talk and I'm going to give my spin, I'm always going to give the most optimistic Met side that I've seen. Uh-huh. And but it's so, not like so it's, you go right to Mr. Met. You go, you knock on a stupid no, phone Ed, and you're Ed, like, "Where's Mr. Right?" Ed Coleman is a is a Red Sox fan. He's usually pretty down the middle. And I figured if he said it, it's not complete hogwash. The Mets aren't on the fan anymore, so they have no reason to do the old Mets spin. So I thought it came with a little validity. Turns out it doesn't. Wright's still very optimistic he's going to come back and going to produce. We just don't know quite when. Um, You know what the biggest biggest shame about this whole thing was? Is So we're looking to try to trade a niece or a G, right? Mm -hmm. And there's really like not much takers slash not much that we're going to get back. But the rumor is is that we could have gotten Juan Uribe from the Dodgers when they traded him to the Braves. But the Mets brass didn't think we needed a trade for a third baseman at that time because that was still in the infancy of this whole right back thing, and we didn't think we were quite there. Juan Uribe would have been the fucking perfect play, player yep. to have. I feel like he could have played some second. He could definitely play third. He could have been like, somebody. He's an X-factor kind of guy. Like People like, like him on their team. Um, I guess the Dodgers didn't like him too much, but they have for years past. Hey, I thought I thought he would have been like the absolute perfect pickup for. You know, I'm sure the Braves would give him to you. No, but not for Nisa G. No, I'm no, saying they want ne- something from the future. Well, yes, but I, we don't want to give. It. I'm saying like it would be perfect. We could get rid of one of these excess starters and get a little help offensively. Uribe would have been that, but it was another miss by Alderson. It's and not- when you go through this team, all you see is Mania player after Mania player. Yeah, uh, you're you right. know, you can count the the Mania players outnumber the. Sandy players, something like three to one. Uh, Sandy's been terrible at bringing in legitimate players. Yeah, he's made some good deals. He he got you Wheeler, he got you Cindergaard, he got you Darno. But you know he can make those kind of acquisitions. But he's not bringing anyone that's going to help you this year, unless he goes out and gets himself a Prado or a so Zobrist. I do, I it do sounds think, like the Mets are in on Zobrist though. I do think he's going to go out and get somebody. I think he knows that the fan base needs it. I can't imagine they're going to do this 2016 thing. Like, the original year was supposed to be 2014, and then we're like, okay, we'll push it to 2015. We can't push it again to 2016, especially when we're in first place on fucking June 9th. What are we going to make those shirts, the year of the Mets shirts? we got to do that. we got to get on that. I know our listeners We have a lot of things on our to-do list that seem to fall to the cracks. Ah, like crack. Crack is on our to-do list. It's it's falling through the cracks. Is it, though? I don't know about you. (laughs) You scratch that one off your list? When I was like 14, no. don't judge me. What 14-year-old isn't smoking crack? Exactly. Right. Uh, so the six, six-man rotation lasted all of one <laughs> trip through the rotation. And That's why Why is that? 
Would you care to enlighten so me? So the only quote that I heard from Terry explaining why he went from that was because he didn't feel like answering any more questions about the six-man rotation. And you fucking God help me, if that's the actual reason... Like, I feel like there must be some other shit that I missed in the articles or whatever, but, like, there has to be a logistical no, reason. No, that is... Unless Harvey doesn't like it, and well, Harvey, no, Harvey play- runs that team. None of the players like it, but, but according to Terry, they were all given the choice. They were like, we have to limit your, uh, your innings somehow. Would you like us to shut you down in September? Would you like us to shut you down in October? Would you, you know, when would you like us to not have you pitch? Would you like us to go to a six-man? So six-man seemed to be, at the time, the lesser of two evils, mm-hmm. or the lesser of four evils. I think six-man is probably the, it's the wave of the future. It sort of does seem like it. Um, you know what also, an interesting wave of the future, which I think you will see a Joe Madden type, an innovative type go to, is a four-man rotation where no. they only pitch four or five innings. Oh, you ha- you that's add a tandem ex- starter thing. You, yes, you add an extra extra man to the bullpen. I See, tandem starting has been around in college forever. I think if they thought it would be effective in MLB, we would have seen it by now. I, You know, we're coming up with new stuff every day. I feel like we will see it. Um, I feel like there's nothing that these nerds in baseball love more than to try to think of you know a new way to reinvent the game. And I think you'll see that from somebody. Mm, we'll see. Um so yeah, the six man rotation apparently doesn't work because Terry doesn't like handling the media and I think answering that's too many questions. Harvey said no. And if Harvey walked into fucking what's his name's office and just took out his testicles and plopped them right on the desk. Who's what's his name? Alderson? Sandy or fucking Terry. Okay. Probably Terry. I think Terry's more afraid of him. If he if he put his nuts on Terry's desk, it, his reaction would be like, Yep. Yep, you just did that and I can't do shit. You go ahead and keep putting your nuts there. So, I mean, but the same could be said for any star on any team. It's not unique to Harvey and the Mets. Well, I think it's, Harvey would put his nuts on the desk. Well, fine, because Harvey's fucking the man. But if, you know, Tanaka on a Tanaka Tuesday, like it is today, went and put his, you know, Asian slanty nuts on a desk, <laughs> I'm sure... That's not racist. I'm sure that, you know, the Joe Girardi would just be like, gobble, 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 gobble. Well, I think you'd have to do it through his interpreter. Oh, gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Oh, uh, that got really offensive. I feel like you can offend the Asians. Like, okay, go make more money than us. They're like go gypsies. No one cares. Than us. Like, I don't really care if we offend you. Okay, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so what's I next? My, I hope my dad's not listening. <laughs> He's married to Matt. You write the word Matt on paper. Steven Matz, so Mets are saying, though, you know, people are saying that they're going to wait till the uh, Super 2 is officially over. Super 2, Chris, can you explain it? I read, uh, I read a little bit about it's it. It's pretty much you have so many... Uh, Years to serv- arbitration. Yeah, service time is calculated in so many days, not seasons. And, of course, the amount of days is less than a season. But it also, the Super 2, I believe, has something to do with like how good you are. No? No, nothing to do with how good you are. It's just service time. But I thought like the good players that have only been around for two years can get to arbitration after only two instead of that's after because, three. That's because they came up before their Super 2 eligibility and they earn a second year of, or a third oh, year. Oh, so they're only good in the sense of their Carlos Correa, their whoever, they're whoever, and they of get called up, up yes. early enough like Chris Bryant. And therefore, they lose that year of average. So the Mets are waiting until there's absolutely... And the other thing, hold on. Do you know the answer to this? Why is it a uh, mystery date? Like, how come nobody actually It's calculated knows? by average. By uh, average, like, days played and yada, yada, yada. 
So okay. it can change between like is it okay. is it like 162.4 days or 162.6 days? Okay, so the Mets to be extra safe, they're saying they're going to wait till July slash the All Star break to bring up Mats. He's doing nothing but leading the uh, PCL AAA in ERA and a bunch of other stuff, uh, which is crazy. He has an under 2.0 ERA in probably the biggest hitters league yep. in all of. Ball flies out there. Baseball. That the dry air. The dry air, the small stadiums. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really impressive what Matt's is doing. But we're still a few weeks away. What the fuck they're going to do when he gets here? Hopefully by then they'll trade it to G or Nice. So we've been trying to trade G forever. Nice now is sucking, and he's actually owed money. So I don't, know who's, I don't know who's more tradable. Um, Just take him out for a drive. So Sandy G- takes him in the car. They go out to the forest. He goes out to play a little catch. Sandy comes back. Oh, he ran away. Then he puts the old shotgun back above the fucking uh, hearth. So Jesus uh, pissing me off a little bit recently. So the Mets had this thing where they wore orange T-shirts. Yeah, for gun safety. For gun safety awareness. And to which G had to come out and be like against it and say that the Mets duped him into wearing the shirt because he's a fucking redneck and all about his guns. He doesn't believe in gun safety. And then he fucking cried about going to the bullpen. He's like, I don't know what they're trying to do with my value. If you really want my value to be up, you can't have me be in the bullpen. How about the novel idea of if you go to the bullpen and you show that you're versatile, you might actually increase your value. Shut the fuck up, you fucking hick, and go back to fucking South Carolina. Like, I want no Potter G anymore. Yeah, no, he's he's working his way off the team. At really least Nice. Nice might have sucked, but he's a veteran. And he's kind of just been well, whatever. He's well, he's one of the longest tenured Mets. So Nice has had a funny season because he had, like, I think a, a high one to low two ERA in all of April. Mm-hmm. And then since, I think, May 10th or so, he's got about a nine ERA. So, like, he hasn't had much middle ground this year. Yeah. He's been great or been horrible. G's just been his average, mediocre to bad self. Like he G is, is, year a, G year is a fifth starter. Right. Nice has the potential to be a third starter. Yeah. And a slash fifth starter on his bad days. Whereas mm-hmm. G just is a straight fifth starter. And he's a redneck. We have enough fucking homophobes and rednecks on this team between Murphy and G. <laughs> we can get rid of G. Um, South we're, Carolina Metropolitans. <laughs> Wilmer Flores does not suck too much. He leads all baseball. We say this every week. We're just he, he continues to do it. He hit his ninth home run, I believe, the other day. I don't uh, think that's leading all of baseball. No, leads all of baseball among shortstops. Okay, leads all shortstops. Yes. I mean, there's really only one sport that has a shortstop. You know what I'm saying? He leads all basketball shortstops. He does. He also leads football shortstops. Oh, all right. Good for him. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm parched. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Parched. Nothing much to say about Flores besides he's been a pleasant surprise. Uh, it's a little surprising that we're playing Tejada so much at third. Well, what's we're the other not, option? No, it's Flores. Flores will came up as a third baseman. If you're going to play Tejada, you would think we'd do Tejada short oh, and yeah. Flores at third. I guess they don't want to fuck with Flores. They want him to get in a groove. I whatnot. think that's what it is. They say, yeah. hey, he's got a good thing going. Let's just, eh. Right. But, um, yeah. Very, you know, Mets hanging in there. It's been a weird season. If it wasn't for our hot start and what we've done since, I feel like the optimism would be so much more. I feel like this is as negative as Met fans have been with the team in first place in June. This is the first time. This is the furthest we've been in first place since we collapsed on September 12th or whatever mm-hmm. on 2007. So really, what it is is that Mets yet, fans we're only pre- know misery. Well, yeah, even we're still pretty negative, but I think it's because we all see the writing on the wall and we see the record since our 13 and three start and expect that that's just going to continue. And if that continues, it's not going to get us into the playoffs. You know, being 10 games over 500 at, at the 16 game mark wasn't quite enough. 
So I sort of get why they're not that optimistic. On the other hand, we say this each week too. You got to sign for this record. You got to sign for being yeah. in first place at, at in what, June. What do you guys and want? you got and you got to support them. And I sort of feel like they're not quite getting that. Hmm. But let's go across the town. Yep. Talk a little. Uh, talk a little Bronx Bombers. The other first place team. Today, as I mentioned, is a Tanaka Tuesday. Happy or Tanaka it Tuesday. Won't be probably by the time you listen to this, it might be a so the day after, that we're maybe a Warren Wednesday. The day that or we're recording is a Tanaka Tuesday. Yo Thursday Vialdi. That didn't work. No. No. I'm going to stick with it, though. So every day is an E of all day. There we go. Maybe. Oh, man, that was too easy. Maybe. So Tanaka looked very good in his first start. So far, so good in his second start. He only gave up a homer to Bryce Harper as of the fifth inning. I mean, can you really fault a guy for giving up a homer to Bryce Harper? In Yankee Stadium? Yeah. Cannot. Fucking, he's going to give up a lot of those at some point. Or yeah, Bryce Harper would come into Yankee Stadium salivating the fucking and shit out of his there mouth. will come a time when he dons the pinstripes and does it, you know, So I hope he doesn't. Home. Oh, he will. He's such a Yankees history buff, you know he probably will. He will. But it would be nice Har- to not. Fucking Harper's going to come here, Boris is going to be like, they're not offering you the most money. He's going to be like, I don't care. I'm putting on the pinstripes. No, I'm see, I, don't know. I think the Yankees probably would offer him the most money. It's not like they're, you know, low on dough. No, no. I mean, even though they're in a very small market, I mean, that other team in town can't seem to make it. Can't make ends meet. You know what I'm well, saying? I think we had unique fucking circumstances, Dick. Mm-hmm. Okay, Madoff. Like we 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 have like you bought a bunch of magic beans. Were, were we? And then the giant at the top of the castle was like. There's no fucking giant at the top of the castle. You bought magic fucking beans off a crazy person. So I don't know if you can see my face, but I'm not amused. <laughs> I'm amused. So were the Mets cheap before the Madoff, Madoff shit? Were we cheap in 07 and 08 when no. we had the third highest payroll in baseball behind the Mets, uh, behind the Yankees and Red Sox? Like, no. And then, then you tried to buy those damn beans. Well, yeah, fine. Why do you always trust the shady fucking peasant merchants? Bro, everybody fucking trusted him. You know how many people he swindled? Like, it wasn't like the Mets alone got taken for a ride. The Mets and, like, I don't even know, like 10% of the fucking rich people in America <laughs> got taken for a ride. Like, there was a bunch of people. Okay, I'm trying to talk about the Yankees. I'm fucking getting bogged down in my, <laughs> my Mets misery. See, even me, I'm fucking miserable. We're in I first know, place. that's I all you know. I know. You, you people are broken. We are a little broken. So not only has there been a six-man failed experiment for the Mets that may or may not come back sometime, Joe Girardi hinted that... He's like, oh, I want to do a six-man rotation, too. And it might not be a bad idea, because obviously you can't kick fucking CeCe out of the rotation. So, yeah, the, the talk is... Even though is, he wasn't bad. The talk is, is that Nova, when he comes back, might force the Yanks' hand into go to a six-man instead of putting any of those guys in the bullpen. Um, they certainly... Uh, he came out and said, we're not putting Warren in the bullpen. He's been our second best yeah, starter. Yeah, good. Um, which is the right answer. And if you're not putting him in the bullpen, I don't really know where else you're going. You know, I there's a part of me that wants to know what Yovaldi could be as a reliever. Ooh, with the heat. Yeah. Yeah. He used to be like, LOL, 101 miles an hour yeah, his or whatever. Heat, his heat could work in the bullpen. Right? Okay. Why that's not? A, that's an option. I think, it, it, I think that would be a big failure at this point. Yeah. But I could see it in his future. Um. So, yeah, that's something to, something to talk about another day. And, but. you know, Tanaka would like the six-man rotation because that's what they do in Japan. Yeah, no, and he would need it for his arm. Mm-hmm. There's reasons. There's reasons to do it. Probably more reasons with the Yankees than with the Mets. So, no, I disagree because with the Mets, you're talking about limiting in- innings for... But you're trying to give... You're giving those starts to lesser pitchers in Nice and G. Well, no, no, fine. Yes, today I agree. When Mats comes up, I disagree. Mm. 
Because if it's, you're just talking Matt's and Nice, you know, now you're sort of talking. Yeah. I guess it's similar then. I mean, Nice, also, nice is almost a CC Sabathia clone at this it, point. Yes, almost. Our version. Yeah. Like 35 million man. Huh. Um, it's going to be hard with Matt's, Syndergaard, DeGrom, and Harvey, all those innings limits. Like, you ain't going to be able to get to October. God forbid we make it or even, like, make a deep run in it. Like... We're going to fucking blow past all of their innings limits hey, if we don't go to the If you're in the, the postseason, fuck innings limits. I know, but like because 2016 is our actual year. you know, Until gonna, 2017 is your year because it's time for DeGrom's and fucking Syndergaard's uh, Tommy John's. All right. Here you go. Did Would I you... strike a chord? No. Oh. No. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm segueing. Would you rather? Would oh. you rather always have to nut? Inside your girl, but not use any protection, or only ever get dry hand jobs. Ooh. So I really wanted to ask this question of Jeff because he's fucking petrified of children, <laughs> and I wanted to hear his answer. You got to go for the raw dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, kids will come. That's not protection. That's uh... kids will come. So I'm all about it. Oh yeah. I, I want. I want to be the young. The, what are they called? The Duggars. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna be one of those fucking teach them like crazy Christianity and no, shit. No, no, I just want like just give me seventeen of them. You're fucking insane. Yeah, come on. That's man. only child speaking right there. <laughs> yeah, what do I? I don't know no better. Exactly. All right, Kids are just like cats. Fucking throw some food at them here and there, and fucking eighteen years old, they're dead or gone. Yeah, exactly. You put a litter box down, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Mariano's son was drafted by the Nationals, not the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Well, he, last year he was drafted by the Yankees. He didn't sign. This year, you still don't know if he's going to sign. Can um, you can you wax poetic about uh, the Yankees draft for a sec? Whatever. I, I mean, need I need a beverage. Oh God, you people, alcoholics, all of you. But Mo's son, he, he's not his father. He doesn't have his father's cutter. He's he doesn't have the same talent. So whatever. He goes to the Nats. I hope he has a good career. But he's he's going to be remembered as Mariano Rivera's son. You know, the great one's kid. He's not going to be fucking the A number one, the king, unless somehow he does it himself. But that, it's not happening. Love you, Mo, Ju- Mo the third. Sorry. But so yeah, you, not happening. So yeah, your new kitten doesn't seem to like me. Which one? I don't know. He keeps on hissing at me, fucking bastard. Yeah, they got to get used to you. What did I do? Just because I came home smelling well, Foggy of the doesn't like hospital. you? Foggy likes everyone. Clearly, you did something wrong. Yeah, clearly. Maddie not liking you, I can understand. He doesn't like anyone yet. Um... So, Pat Vendetti, you see this kid? Well, well, since we're on the draft, any other thoughts on the Yankees draft? They, well, uh, I could have do? a thought. You know, they got they got James Caprillion. Uh, fuck, what was his name a second? The, the shortstop Holden, and those are their first two picks. Right. Um, the Yankees kid, with their highest draft pick since '93. Was it '93? Yeah, I wow. think so. And that was the year after Jeter, which they got with what the sixth pick. How about the Yankees? I think it was in 1990 with the 22nd and 26th round picks picking Posada and Pettit. Wow. How crazy is that? Did that pay off, huh? How crazy is that? Yeah. But, you know, the best, uh, lowest drafted best player in baseball Well, that's it, there's only one answer to that, and that's Piazza. Yeah, for, yo, with 62nd like, round. That, that round doesn't even exist anymore. Crazy. crazy. I mean, at that point, he would have just been signed and probably made more money saying, hey, fucking, I know you're my friend over here. Sign my son. That's how he got drafted. See, on the Mets side of thing, they uh, drafted wait, a... Uh, wait, they got a draft pick? When? They did. Wait, what, the 58th? Yeah. Huh. Huh. So the Yankees had how many people before them? Two, I think. Three. 
because the Mets this year had a higher pick than the or lower pick than the Yankees or higher whatever however you want to look at it. The oh, Mets had a had a worse pick. Oh, I know we lost our pick. Well, no, no, your your base pick was I think like two round two behind the Yankees. Okay, whatever. We lost our our first round pick to the to the Kadir signing, which is just looking great right now. Oh yeah. So you yeah. But we you did guys have, signed his aging prostate. That's and what and you we guys didn't get. have a supplemental pick because we didn't lose any free agents. But we did have a second rounder. In the second round, we picked a uh, a big slugging outfielder from Florida who's supposedly pretty good. Okay. And the, the Mets spin on it is the only reason he lasted to us was he got a hamstring injury injury this spring in his senior season. And uh, if it wasn't for that, that he would have been targeted for the first round. And so we're counting our lucky stars for for once that we actually got an injured player because it (laughs) resulted in a little better talent. I'm surprised no one reached and got Machuela. Who's that? Uh, He was projected to be the 1-1 pick this year, and then he got Tommy John. Ah. Yeah. Wah-wah. So... Yeah. What's next? Oh, who didn't turn off his phone? I'm sorry. Who didn't do it? I'm sorry. I'm going to beat myself later. Bend over, Chris. No, so, don't. <laughs> that would be awkward. Um, Pat Vendetti? Do I get to yes. say his name more? Pat Vendetti. Please. Chris wants to talk Pat Vendetti. Come on, the motherfucker throws with two hands. Is that not badass? Well, both hands, not two hands. That would be weird. Um, yeah, Pat Vendetti, who was a Yankee farmhand for six or seven years. Uh, he was released by the Yankees this year, signed to the A's, and lo and behold, got called up this week. And of course, struck out two or got two outs uh, in one inning of work with both arms. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's the first. Uh, as which newspaper do you know said that uh, amphibious so I, pitcher? I, I I can look it up, but yeah, the, my favorite part about it was the uh, the paper read the next day the first amphibious pitcher in uh, Major League Baseball history. Congratulations. Uh, I'm guessing they meant ambidextrous. Yeah, well, no, the A's signed a frog. No, oh, okay, one yeah. or two. Ooh, five messages. Jesus Christ. I'm sure it's um, Jeff saying, dude, I'm ready to oh, go. right. Hold on, is it? No, it's not. No. Then it's your woman. Saying, no, dude, it's I'm actually someone else asking me the question. So one, two-word question. Bacon pancakes question mark. Yes. I think you know the answer to that. Um, so. Well, we already did the MLB draft. All right. I, I brought a topic to the show this week. Yes. This we are now entering is the era of parody in baseball. Oh, my God. I know tell. it's pretty crazy, but what are the top teams in baseball right now? Could you could you name them right now? I mean, yes, you got the the Astros, Astros, Astros the Twins. Royals, the Twins. Fucking, where did these teams come from? They're but, poor people. Thank you, revenue sharing. Yeah, but also you know it's so it's a two parter. I think it's it's revenue sharing and it's the it's the uh, the cheap guys being able to uh, to get some money, and it's also but that's that, through it's the TV contracts. Um, I was gonna say I feel like the prospects are busting less than ever. Like, your top guys are actually I'd have to coming. look at those numbers and see bust rates. Um, so, I just feel like every week there's a new guy that comes up, and every week he doesn't disappoint. And, like, I feel like that didn't used to happen. But is that not just a, um, an effect of more publicity? Well, so, yes, they are more hyped than they ever were. But, I mean, you know, you started the season with Chris Bryant. The most recent guys have been Joey Gallo and Carlos Correa. And it just seems like... Every time, like there's these guys, young guys coming up, and they're just they're not busts anymore. I mean, I feel like you went through a long time in like the 80s and 90s where like your top picks were just like horrible. They either didn't make it to the majors or they well, made more to the majors now. for a cup of coffee. Yeah, so I think the scouting's better. I think they're 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 right more often. They're making less mistakes, and 
I think maybe the grooming of the talent is somehow better. No, in that the I would agree with. I think that you know the training has gotten better, and I think you you know you've seen the death of the super teams. Even teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox that spend two hundred some odd million dollars a season, they're not building monsters. These are all flawed teams. I mean, you got you guys can't buy out just you know or not buy out, but you know spend through having these you know really mean back end of careers. And maybe no. steroid the, or well, the loss also, of steroids has had something to do with that too. I mean, there's also less free agents coming onto the market because there's more small market guys teams up. buying up their arbitration years, and you got your Joey Votto's and your Evan Longoria is not hitting the market. Yeah. Well, you know, in years I, that, past they would have. I think this has all been a big part of what Sealing tried to do. He really wanted this to be, you know, the case where any team could contend. And maybe that's because he owned the Brewers and fucking. That wasn't a team that was going to go anywhere. But now, you know, anyone can win. The fucking the, look at the Pirates. They went through twenty years of shit, and now fucking they're a playoff contender every year. So this is a pretty interesting era. I think we're getting into. I mean, small market teams can contend, so you should feel good about your Mets. Fuck you. Fuck you and the fucking amphibious frog you wrote in on. <laughs> His name is Pat Vendetti, damn it. And he swims with both arms or fins or flippers or whatever. Whatever frogs have. Frog would, you, would you rather get Dutch oven by your girl every day, but it's silent and deadly, or have her fart loudly in front of people, but it's not smelly? So would you uh, rather your girlfriend the be Dutch known oven. as a farter? <laughs> the Dutch oven. Or would you rather like have to be Dutch oven, but they're fucking stinky? Like Sometimes girls' insides are like fucking horrible. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah, I think it has to do with like their cycle or their shedding of the uterine wall or something. I don't oh, even know. God. Um, but yeah, so yes, you you go Dutch oven. Yeah, I go Dutch oven. Okay, I guess you can't have like a. Do you really want to go kind of like hi is my lovely and. Yeah, I guess uh, I, I guess that was a fart noise, and I guess I you would said, have. To... You said loud and and violent. Yeah. Okay. You just like yelled some words. I don't know that. They I were know fart, fart sounds. Fart sounds have H's and R's in them, but okay. <laughs> Clearly, you've never heard me. And lastly, and leastly. There's something fishy going on in Missouri. Hmm. The all-star ballots are all fucked up. This is not what the Major League Baseball had in a uh, in mind when they went to a no-paper, all-online ballot for the all-star game. Seven of the nine all-stars right now for the American League are Kansas City Royals, and I believe four of the nine, four of the eight, uh, in the National League are St. Louis Cardinals. And they're not just by little margins. They're, like, running away with it. And with both teams' and By, case, like, millions of votes. With both teams' case, especially the Royals, these guys aren't stars. Like, fucking I'll see these Escobar. Like, yeah, fine, they're nice players. And they're yeah. players that baseball people in the know, like, they do like. But they're not flashy stars. Infante like, by a long shot. is so, almost going to overtake Altuve. So, like, what the fuck? Infante like, is shit. Yeah, so the only two starters that are non-Royals are Altuve and Trout. Yeah. Everybody else is a fucking Kansas City Royals. You can't name your Kansas City Royals lineup. Like, yeah, they're a good team, but, like... I mean, who deserves on that team? But seriously, like, so isn't there some, like... Um, Something's going authentic on. ...authentic verification that would prevent bots from doing this? Do you really have faith in the MLB system doing that? I don't. Do you know the newest authentic... You know the, the newest, like, verifier I saw was that... Um, it's it's this question. It says, "Please pick which photos are cake." And it's like nine photos of like different food things. Yeah, I've seen things like cake. that. Like, so is it, there should be something like that that would prevent this from happening. Wait, you know, there's not. It's just thanks. Vote again. But again, yes. why is Missouri like? What the fuck, you people? You guys, you, you fucking hicks have nothing to do besides like They're happy kill for the blacks first time and, and vote for all star games. That's it. That's um, that's what you do. Missouri State College, two majors. 
kill blacks, rig all-star elections. Unbelievable. Ah, that's it. Also, I think barbecue might be one, too. That's a minor. Ooh, so yeah. yeah. I forgive pretty much all their sins because they have the <laughs> sickest barbecue. So you say lynch as many black people as you want. So long as you get some good ribs. So there's a great place in Kansas City called Lynch's, and it's fucking off the hook. <laughs> Does it come with a white hood? It doesn't. Oh, it should. But I'm sure you can do it with a napkin. Also go to Arthur Bryant's. Can I make a racist joke out of that? I, I don't know how. I, I just want to say Arthur Bryant's because yeah. they have fucking burnt ends, and burnt ends are good. Here, burnt ends. You can make a racist joke joke off burnt ends. Can I? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Black people's skin looks burnt. I don't know. Don't make me do it for oh, you. Oh, you're racist, man. Wow. True. I wouldn't have gone there. All right. That's the show. So, Once you cross the line, it's the show. So, so, yeah. So Jeff did not call in. You're welcome, audience. Um, so his intro was for naught. No, it was for fought. It was for ought because I got to say that he fucks parakeets. Oh, true. True. Yeah. Parakeet fucker. Huh. Fucking parakeet fucker. All right, so uh, what do we need to tell the, the fine people out there in podcast land? They do need to follow us on Instagram at Big Apple Baseball and look at all the uh, the titties that we post. Yep, more titties. We, Keep we them coming. A, we, get a, we get a lot of submissions from our fans. Please feel free to write Big Apple Baseball on your breasts and submit them to us. Only if your breasts are female. Eh, we'll probably submit them either way. Yeah, all right, fair enough. It would be funny. Yeah, it would. All right, well, also uh, tweet at us at Big A Baseball on the Twitter, of course. And your emails always welcome. Podcast at BigABaseball.com. Uh, I'd make a joke, but someone is calling me for some reason. Yeah, I feel like we can hear the vibrating. Probably. I'm sure it's picking up somehow on my thing. Um, yes, um, indeed. Be careful, there's a kitten going for the laptop. Oh, great. Get out of here, kitten. Oh, don't hiss at the adorable little kitten it, cat. It hissed at me already. Ah, fair enough, then. All right, for Jeff, who's not here, and Chris, I'm Luke. We're at Big Apple Baseball, and God sees you doing that. And your mom uses that candle. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Don't worry about me. I'm going to make it all right. Got my head up this car field in my side. I think a beer situation going to make it right. In the shadow of the darkness, I stand in the light. See, it's our style to keep it true. I had a bad year. I've gone through. I've been knocked out. Detail, black and blue. She's not the one coming back for you. She's not the one coming back for you. If I fall back down. You're gonna help me back up again If I fall back down You're gonna be my friend If I fall back down You're gonna help me back up again If I fall back